Welcome back to another episode of the This Is My Bourbon Podcast. That's right, it's the biggest, spookiest episode of all time. On this podcast that's mostly about bourbon and really like nothing else. I don't know. I'm Perry. Eric's here with me. I'm going to take the car. I'm going to go to Mums. I'm going to kill Phil. I'm going to take Liz. We're going to go to the Winchester. Then we're going to grab a nice cold pint and wait for all this to blow over. I really I really like just if you had gone, I'm going to take the car. And that was the end of the sentence. <laughs> I'm going to take yeah, the car. Yeah, boy! <laughs> hey, welcome back to another episode of This is My Bourbon Podcast. It's the spookiest time of the year. Now I'm just not talking about uh, tax season, am I right? Spooky, scary, skeletons. I can only do so many edits. You know that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's very late night. It's a dark and stormy one, for sure. And here we are recording this podcast, which you are listening to uh, currently. In your ear holes. I'm going to let you talk about our listeners' holes, but... Thank you so much for being here. Hey, if you are a first-time listener, please go ahead and subscribe to the show. Leave us a five-star rating and review. Maybe not based off of that intro. I don't know. I feel a little uh, apprehensive about that. Uh, but <laughs> if you are returning, thank you so much for being here. Uh, check out all of our apparel and merchandise on bourbonshop.threadless.com. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash thisismybourbonpodcast. And... Become a supporter of the show at patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. What what the what are you doing? What? It, but just I don't know. What follow are you me, doing? Follow me at Whiskey Mutant. Oh yeah. You could do that too. Trick or treat. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Surprise. So this is uh one of the latest episodes we've ever <laughs> recorded. Not in terms of like it's coming out hours after we've uh, recorded it. It's just very late night yeah. here. So um, after hours, <clears throat> ten bit. Can mm. I can I be honest with you? This is like the time that I wish we could record every episode of the podcast. It'd be rowdy. It would be nothing but unlistenable comments and reviews from people who say they laugh too much. They say, <laughs> "Dad got it." <laughs> I gotta bleep it! <laughs> For Patreon. Yeah, well, Patreon's getting the unedited version of this, which uh, most people didn't seem to realize they got the unedited version initially, and they're like, oh, wow, I can't believe how early the pregame chats were. And I was like, uh, no. That's not the pregame chats. That's the whole episode. It's the main episode, but you get all the effing and jeffing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So we have officially ended Sips and Snacks, the Don Nishida edition. Don Nishida edition. Don, we appreciate the heck out of you. It was awesome. It was so good. And we are creeping into creepy, uh, creepy, 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 creepies and sippies and snackins. (laughs) Spookins and snackins. So we're pairing (laughs) a thing with a thing. We are. And this week, it's uh, bourbon. It is. With 
classic. My favorite, I think, iteration of the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Listen, we had this episode is going to come out right before Halloween, so we had to do a Halloween snack. We had to do something, and this to me is the ultimate. Something. The ultimate Halloween candy. Yeah, he gave me a sweaty pile of candy corn. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, right. He gave me a half-eaten popcorn ball. No, I didn't. Yeah, he's right. He gave me three undipped caramel apples, which are basically just green apples on just sticks. Just apples on sticks. Just apples on sticks. I bobbed these out of the, <laughs> the game, brought them right here. They are so sticky. So we got we got more a box of snacks to start next episode, but until then, we got to pair the pumpkin of the Reese's Cup. The ultimate Reese's. This is going to be a very quick episode. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> And, uh, okay, I did this on my page, and I used Jack Daniels Barrel Proof, which was amazing. But, we're going to go, we're straight shooting right here. We're going right off the hip. I grabbed a Knob Creek pick that I hadn't even opened. That was picked on October 31st of 2019. This morning! What this episode lacks in length, it makes up for in extreme edits. This is so. a 16 year old Knob Creek pick. Um, I oh my, I took a sip, and I I need I need some time with this one. Oh wow, yeah. See, this was, like I said, this is right off the hip. Like, we're going to pair this with this Reese's Cup because I really don't think you could go wrong with a Knob Creek pick and a Reese's Cup. No, absolutely not. But the fact that this is 16 years old, yeah, we need a second. This is an extended edition of Spooks and Pears or whatever we call this. <laughs> oh, wow. That's really good. It's weird because it makes the, the Reese's, like, spicier. Oh, that. Mm. Okay, bear with me. I'm not going anywhere. If you took an Oreo and you put a thin layer of peanut butter on top of that Oreo, and then you deep fried it, mmm, mmm, what do you think? Right. I think I'm going to have a heart attack, but I agree with you. I mean, if I did, going out that way, eating a deep-fried Oreo covered in peanut butter, I mean, that's just meant to be. Everything about this mm. just screams Halloween night. Oh, yeah. Like reaching into the pot of candy. Just eating too much but, candy when you're not supposed to. Exactly. But, for it. but dipping into a bottle that you love... But you're kind of only saving for yourself. Right. This is that kind of pairing. Yeah. I'd honestly wow. have. I had not. Oh, that's a, I cracked this right before we started just a little air a little bit. I've had this for like two years. Yeah. <clears throat> we might. Mm. Might. Might. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Be giving away like a two ounce sample of this on I'll tomorrow night's live stream. 
Yeah, and I'll send you a Reese pumpkin with it. Ooh. Stepping it up. Mm. That's a really good pairing. It's all, all jokes aside, that's really good. I wasn't joking. I mean, you know, all edits and spookies. <laughs> oh, and... well, they, they haven't gotten most of the, the silences. Oh. The edits, though. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's really good. Yeah. That hangs with you, too. It really does. Mm. I like that. Eric, what what have you been drinking recently? Well, about 10 minutes ago, I was drinking some dusty granddad, which was amazing that you let me have. I did. I always enjoy a good dusty. Did you know who the uh, the samples are going to? I haven't got to see the, the live. Where it's, I was uh, it, it's Darren Wright. Oh, that's an easy shipment. I mean, we could... I could drive that to him meet him halfway and yeah underhand toss it to him <laughs> yeah well how many samples does he get like five samples Jeez. that's the stuff you gotta <clears throat> i mean i'm telling you you got to be on the live streams i just sent out like five at least yeah five giveaways and like i'm just packing these things up and i'm like oh my god like this is the ultimate <laughs> they're, giveaway. They're good giveaways. I mean, we got special blends. We've got full bottles. There's like one of a kind things out of our collections. It's like I mean, Darren is getting two full bottles of Dusties that uh, nobody else has tried. I haven't even tried, but I mean, I've had like adjacent pours. Right. But I mean, he's getting a full JTS Brown from the mid '90s, and he's also getting. An age stated Jim Beam Black, I, I, which hasn't existed for like 10 plus years. Scott Pigsley got a full box of three different Weller foolproof picks. Scott, and, Scott's got a. Uh, and I paired them with cakes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Not only to get picks, I put pair, pairings in there for him. And he's got a, uh, like a, a, a Zoom tasting, I guess. Like, we're actually going to... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many ways. I sent out George C. Stag samples. What, what'd you send out? George T. George C. I said T. Tag. George, George C. Tag. <laughs> GTS. George C. Tag. GTS. George C. Tag. <laughs> George C. Tag. It's the worst C-spot oh, run ever. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we, we sent out George T. Stag samples from 2019 and 2020. Will, Will also sent me a message, and he was like, hey, this sample bottle, um, is that the reject one, or is that the actual Stag? He thought we actually got a reject a from reject? 2021. Yeah. <laughs> we made, I made a blend that I thought would be the reject, and Perry made one that he thought would be what it should have been. And it's crazy the difference. It's in both so funny. Of them. But what's so great about it though is that you did what I expect anybody in a high stress situation <laughs> would do, <laughs> which is just panic. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I'm, I don't want to spoil too much, but there is an unaged spirit in that blend. Which definitely sounds like an 11th hour choice that somebody made to try and justify why they could possibly charge $100 per bottle. 
of <laughs> mediocre whiskey. And here's, here's, all right, I want to talk about, too, the way that this was initially presented to me. You came over to my house, and you said, I want you to try this. And you pulled out of your bag a shampoo bottle. <laughs> What's a shampoo bottle? It was one of... <laughs> <laughs> what was it supposed to be? It was just a little plastic bottle. I never it put looks, shampoo it in it. It looks like a travel shampoo bottle <laughs> with a screw up top. It could be used. I know, for but one. I know. I agree with you, but it just <laughs> looks like somebody took it on vacation and didn't want to take their entire bottle of shampoo with See, them. See, if I didn't, if I didn't justify it, people would be thinking like, "There's a thing of Head and Shoulders," <laughs> and you're just drinking bourbon out of Head and Shoulders bottles. But but it does look like a repurposed like travel bottle i will i won't disagree okay well you pulled that out and you go i want you to try this and i was like all right (laughs) and you didn't tell me what it was initially but i did say this is the reject george t stack right that you came up with yeah so um it's something so i want to challenge anybody listening send us a blend that you think would be 2021 George T. Stagg. Either what you think it turned out to be, which is bad, or what you think it should have been. And we'll judge them on here. Oh, we will absolutely talk about them. And we'll even put them up against the blends that we made and see what you th- what we think. I want to. I really want to see what you think about this blend. The bad, not the bad thing. The good thing is, I think, is I know what's in this because I made uh, I made key cards for each of our blends. So if uh, Will, it was Will, right? They got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If he wanted to do it blind before he saw the blends, he could try to guess maybe what was in it. He probably looked at mine and was like, "What the?" It's gotten better since I blended it. Save a little bit. Okay. <laughs> oh my, that's that smells like cherry coke, which is uh, not dissimilar to what people say about George T. Yeah. Stag, right? I mean, the best, some of the best Stag Junior stuff is less like cherry coke to me. Oh wow, Buffalo Trace. I mean, maybe you need to <laughs> hit up Perry talk here. To, talk to me about <laughs> mm. about some blending. If you knew the ingredients, though, it may be. It would <laughs> there may be some negotiations. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> oh wow! It but is. But the, the general consensus behind this was, Buffalo Trace tried their barrels that they wanted to put into George T. Stag, and they didn't live up to those standards. Which is what they said. Exactly. So I took the approach of they were trying to source from people that were close to them or had quality products and i genuinely think that this resembles a george t stack release dude this like on the finish is like a blackberry cobbler no joke it's like dark fruit pie or something like that can't say that for my blend. That, well, 
years involved something that shouldn't belong in a bourbon blend. Normal episode. It's so good. Patreon just got my ingredients, and I ain't, I ain't spilling the beans just yet, because I want to see if anybody sends something in. I really do love the nose on this. Dude, it's really good. <laughs> I got to give it up to you on that. That's really good. But it shouldn't be. Like, I, it, I literally I just was like... I saw what you put in there. No, but I know, but I... I it was just things that I was like, this would make a really good blend. And it, and it did. did. But is it George T. Stagg, though? I don't know if it's George T. Stagg. I just know it's... Did that little, like, splash, though, help it out yes. enough? Yes. So I know bef- yeah. But before, it was, like, all front of the palate. Mm-hmm. I think that's little, what I'm getting on the back. On yeah, the back a little end. too sweet, too. Yeah. But this actually helped to kind of round it out and make it into... That little, that really dark, bold uh, yeah. flavor that you usually get with yeah. uh, GTS. It's good. I think this could even benefit from... A double barrel in. Not very long. I'm thinking like six weeks. Maybe. I'm really, really happy with this blend. Let's just get a couple more bottles of all the stuff you put in that and make like a whole <laughs> Yeah, let me, let me try <laughs> to just finagle a couple of those bottles. I really like... It'd be damn near impossible. But like there were a couple of things where I went, I need to provide what is basically the the home base for it yeah right and i mean i i even threw a little bit of mash bill too in there mm-hmm. to give it a bit more spice give it a bit more bounce that might be missing with a slightly lower aged mash bill one from buffalo trace and i think aside from the one product that offset all of the proof that really made all the difference. Yeah. I mean, I probably could have gone with those three ingredients and been really, really specific about it, but I don't think that stag is that easy to make. No. So no. I, I had to dig, I had to grab a couple bottles that were going to provide a little bit more depth and, and everything. So, this is the long way of saying, get in on the giveaways. <laughs> okay, I got one more question. Okay. Right off the top of your head. Think of everything that you put in that blend as a single pour at a bar. How much would that blend Ooh. cost? Ooh. These are single, like even just half ounce pours of all that stuff. Right off the top of your head. Just, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I mean, north of... Like a hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, I was thinking at even, least. I was thinking two to three hundred dollars. No, I mean it, it's. I I I didn't put no scrubs in that blend. No, all of them. They were hitters. There's stuff you won't even find at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going off of like retail. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, like, like I, I I agree with you. I mean, if you got a flight of the five or six different things that went into it. Oh, it'd easily be three to four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like even the base component of it yeah. would be fifty bucks. Yeah. So Crazy. I ain't skimping. Crazy. Crazy. That's what we do. That's what we do, man. That's what we do. 
Eric came on the podcast, and now I'm just blending the best bottles I have. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm going broke. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to review Larceny today. Just just Larceny. Yeah. Just we the don't small have anything match. else. I'm just really sad. <laughs> I'm in the corner with a bunny hat on. Uh, I I kind of want to review this bottle that you brought over though it's our bottle wait really yeah i brought look i even i even brought an empty bottle so we can have it are you serious this is the one you're talking about right yeah yeah it's ours <laughs> listen you're the one that you're the one that had to send the message in order for us to get this i just had it shipped to my house this is only the second one that I've had of this <clears throat> particular bottling. Same for me. Unless you're Adam Terry, you just get them like every day. Yeah, what the heck, man? <laughs> he sent that picture and it was like 135 proof and just the, the blushing face. Like oh, He didn't even on. do a good crotch shot either. I told him it was a 5 out of 10 pick. Not enough crotch, Adam. Sorry. We just opened this. It just came in the mail today. So this is the Mash and Journey Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Single Barrel. At eight years old, 127.7 proof. And I think we decided we're going to, our little mini main topic is going to revolve around just the bourbon community and picking barrels. I don't even know if we're going to make it that far. But look, look at all the people that helped with it on the back. You got what? Four? Bobby and Dustin. Holy moly. So I guess that they, I didn't get to read into it all, but I guess they needed help or needed like an extra spot on the pick and they came to help do the pick. Yeah. Thus the name of the sticker. They were speeding up there to get, get to the pick maybe. I want so many bottles of this and it's already sold out. Oh. It has the general color of Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. It's only, what, eight years? Yeah. Oh, wow. That smells really good. Toasted marshmallows over an open wood flame. That smells like a Hershey bar with fresh peanut butter on top of it. You took Jif peanut butter and you put it on a Hershey bar that had just been opened. That's what this smells like. See, I'm I'm still getting the... The fluffernutter or whatever, like the, it's marshmallow, peanut butter kind of thing. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like that's what I'm, I'm I'm picking up more than anything. It's chocolate peanut butter to me. Yeah, I can I can totally see where you'd go with the marshmallow too, but like, it's just hitting me all chocolate and peanut butter. And it's not like not like the Reese cup we had. It's like two individual beings yeah you know the hershey bar the gif look at the glass i mean it's wow it's so oily yeah this is like what i want to drink at this time of year i mean it smells just like the the perfect ideal sitting around the campfire mm -hmm. Hanging out, just I, I like I like it a lot. 
it's just very satisfying. Oh man. Listen, I got right off the first taste. Just like the other single barrel Elijah Craig barrel proof that we had. These are just like they're like your favorite Elijah Craig barrel proof, but but hot. Just yeah, just kind of like raw just un it's just like just all over the place, not in a bad way, just like just what you would think that Elijah Craig barrel proof should be. Yeah. And I guess that's what it is cuz it's straight out of the barrel. It's it's peanut butter and honey and wheat bread but it's it's also got this back end spice to it that is I, I that I'm having a hard time putting into words if you took a peanut butter milkshake and you had added just a little too much cinnamon to it yeah exactly it's like it's like yep. this like peanut butter milkshake but then it's like whoa they dropped some cinnamon right into that thing. <laughs> That's what this is. What's the proof? 127.2? I swear I think did this I was... Did you the bottle back? Did you? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so. 127.7. Sorry. I, I don't know if it's the finish or that spice that would make me think this is like 136 or something like that. It's just these, these Logic Craig barrel proof single barrels are just so just right up there like yeah. hit you and it's almost it's almost like they do a better job than the old forester barrel proof single barrels i think those uh, yeah well i i think that that is mainly a product of the fact that these are older barrels of bourbon true you know it, it at what i've heard is that old forester single barrel is like Four to four six, years old, yeah, exactly. Like and I mean, that's going to maintain harsher, sharper qualities but on see, the flavor profile. Isn't that the same for Jack Daniels barrel proof though? Aren't those like kind of that five uh, to six, seven year old? Yeah, yeah. I don't have a counter argument. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I, I think these Elijah Craig barrel proof single barrels are just hot but in a good way like yeah it speaks to what we love about elijah craig barrel proof but in the most like unrefined way possible yeah and it just feels like you're grasping at what made you fall in love with it in the first place and I, I, I don't feel like I've had that kind of response to any other single barrel, right? It consistently has been like, well, this is very unique. This is something that people aren't going to be able to find otherwise. But this seems to have a much more personal affect to it than most single barrels do. Yeah. And... Again, this is only our second one that we've tried, and we definitely want to try more. Mm -hmm. But it it doesn't read like it's off profile. No, it just reads like one specific corner of that profile. It's a large Craig barrel proof super saiyan. 
just tapping into that energy that yeah. it gets before it gets blended into like a batch. Absolutely. It's just like, here it is. And then it's picked by people we know. It's so awesome seeing these, you know, different creators and uh, podcasters and YouTubers getting together and picking stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, I feel, I'm so, I think I feel so much more, like you said, personal to this because I know these people as opposed to going to like a liquor barn and grabbing their pick. Yeah. And I I think that that is one of the big benefits that comes from being familiar with a small business owner Yeah, or a mom and pop shop owner or like you said a channel runner or somebody who does their own podcast i mean as soon as i knew that there was a knob creek pick coming out from adhd whiskey i was like i have to get that i had to get that that was like unquestionable for me and i've loved it so much that there's not much of that bottle left almost gone it's it's true. It's very true. But the point is, it is okay, I think. Oh, this is going to be a little controversial. It's okay to spend a little bit more on a barrel pick if it's from somebody that you think or you know will have done a great job in picking it. Oh, I 100% agree. And I don't think that that's anything revolutionary to say but i do think that it begs repeating in some capacity yeah because i and i'm not trying to advocate for only you know supporting people on patreon or whatever but i mean that is a really really good way to get access to things that you wouldn't be able to get a taste of it either way yeah so Look at small creators. Yeah. I mean, you watch their videos, you listen to their stuff every yeah. week, and like, here you go. Now you got you can get something that they picked. And most of the time, they're giving people chances to go on the pick with them. I mean, it's the best way to do it. This is this is really good. If anybody mm-hmm. listening has this Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Single Barrel from uh, Mash and Journey, Oh, you're in for it if you haven't tried it yet. It's 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 a good one. I'm telling you, I cannot Dude. get I cannot get that peanut butter milkshake with just a ton of cinnamon dipped in it, uh, dropped in it, out of my head. It's so good. I, and and again, I see what you're saying, but that brightness of a marshmallow note or marshmallow. Fluffernutter. Fluffernutter. <laughs> is still very, very present. Dang on it, man. That's so good. So good. Ugh. Well, this is a very quick episode, but... Hey, the moral of the story is support your local creators. Support local. Even it- if it scares you a little bit. Even if you live in... California and that creator lives in Kentucky. Support local. <laughs> Even if it feels a little what's that word that you've been using this entire month? 
changes every week it's a good thing i know how to copy and paste though thanks swan <laughs> i love what swan brought through that episode he's like just do this you'll be all right and i'm like no it's not that he easy. walks away drops the drops the mic and just walks out yeah well thanks buddy oh i want to know okay if you have any tips and or bits for I this do. week i do okay is that all you want to know? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Hit the music. Wait. I'm sorry. Did you have something you wanted to add? So last last week, I was in the middle of my Nightmare on Elm Street rewatch, I guess, because I've watched them so many. Yeah. So my kids, especially the boys, one is eight, one is 10. They're starting to get into the kind of the spooky stuff, you know? And not, I'm not talking about Hubie Halloween. <laughs> it That's was, a callback to last yeah. week's pregame chats. So which were they chef's kiss. They started on Stranger Things. I oh was wait, like, no, that was the main episode, actually, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, sorry. So we started watching Stranger Things. Ooh, good fourth, start. Fourth season is coming out, and I was like, this is perfect. Like they're old enough. I kind of, I kind of reviewed stuff in my head. Like, can they handle? handle this is there anything you know there's no nudity you know it's it's the goonies meets horror meets this it's perfect for them they're they're fine i let them watch the simpsons why can't i let them watch stranger things i love stranger things so much and watching an eight and a ten year old watch stranger things is amazing so dash he is the eight-year-old He's over there on his iPad. He he said, screw my older brother. I'm mo- marching on. Eli's like, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to try to finish this. Dash is like, I can't wait. He's he's like a season ahead of Eli right Holy now. Holy moly. Puts his headphones on, turns the iPad on, and I just hear, is he going to die? <laughs> I'm like, Dash, I don't spoil stuff. You know that. Um, <laughs> he's like... Dustin doesn't die, does he? I'm like, Dash, you j- I'm not spoiling this. He's like, okay, okay. Puts his headphones back on. He's like, oh my gosh, there's a there's a demigorgon and a, and a little toad? And like, the mind of an eight-year-old watching Stranger Things is just as Ugh. fun as watching Stranger Things. That's incredible. And it's just been so fun. For one, I love the show, revisiting it. And two, watching someone younger and just this this open mind who's just like taking it all in yeah and he's like i can't stop i don't care if my older brother isn't wanting to watch it right now i'm marching on right now i'm going for it so we stopped after season two you haven't watched season three no i still haven't you got it you got it i know that's what everybody i i think that i now have to watch it on my own because lucy has just kind of been like i i mean whatever <laughs> So, uh, so once I'm done with Squid Game, <laughs> which might be tonight, depending on you'll get a, you'll get at least a couple I'm, more I'm episodes. Feeling, in, yeah, if you're not uh, crying after episode six, uh, that's so encouraging. Um, if if I'm done with that tonight, I'm definitely going to be starting season three of Stranger Things. 
So we just started the Netflix Dracula series. <laughs> I watched the trailer for that. The first episode is so good. Is it? Yeah. I know how just off a cliff it goes afterwards, though. Like, I love those, the, the guys who created it, Mark, uh, Mark Gatiss and Stephen Moffat. Uh, they were showrunners or writers slash producers on Doctor Who and Sherlock, for that matter, as well. And I love their work. And the first episode is so good of Dracula, but here's the thing. Eventually, he gets an iPad. So, Oh, mom. <laughs> what? What? An iPad. Sorry, spoilers. Uh, but that's basically how the rest of the show goes oh, afterwards. No. Yeah. Um, that first episode, though, is in and of itself a great horror movie. It's an hour and a half. All the first episode? Yeah. Oh. Well, all, all three episodes are about that length. I got one more thing. Okay. So I got to recommend an Instagram page since it's... Sp- <laughs> It's going to be a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> so, I pair anime and snacks and all that. Well, I have a friend, Mike. He has an Instagram page called Whiskey Morgue. Mm-hmm. And he pairs nothing but whiskey. Cadavers and... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> more, yeah. I hate myself for he's that. He's got limbs and he's Jeez got... <laughs> Mike is... Pairing I'm so sorry. whiskey and horror movies. That's his thing. It's all. And like, he doesn't just throw a picture up there of just, here's a bottle and here's Michael Myers. He actually goes into details on why he paired it with that and notes and things like that. So just go give him a follow. Whiskey Morgue. Um, he was on uh, a live with me the other night on my Instagram page. Really cool page, especially for the spooky season. Whiskey Morgue on Instagram. Check spooky. it out. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to this week's wild and crazy episode of this modern podcast. Wild and crazy. It's something else, but we need something that is a little bit looser and a little bit shorter. Jeez. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> if you want to follow me personally, I'm at pritter1492. The show itself is at my bourbon pod on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Eric, where can people follow you? You can find on me social media on Instagram. <laughs> Didn't even let me finish my <laughs> sentence. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I see how it is, jerk. <laughs> Instagram <laughs> at Whiskey Mutant. All the pairings. Go follow me. <laughs> go, go also check out all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com. You can send us questions or comments to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. You can become a, I, I don't know, a subscriber of the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash this is my bourbon podcast ringer stop talking over me (laughs) (laughs) hit that ringer you know the bell yeah (laughs) somebody who doesn't know what a bell's called (laughs) 
Dada, I heard the ringer. It's time for dinner. Ring, ring. Ring, ring, ring. Ring, ring. He's going live. And last but not least, patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For as little as five dollars a month, you can get extra bonus content. And uh, that does it. That's it. We'll see you guys after the... season which is like a literal week away from now uh but until then i'm perry hope you didn't turn off your headphones because we got something to say we got a five-star review oh wait really yeah on what on the app the apple podcast app really normal one oh the one that you were afraid to read because you didn't know what i would say oh You didn't know how how I would take it. Sorry. I kind of forgot about it. It's best for me to just kind of mentally block most things that might induce some kind of uh, fear and or conflict in my life. So just just go ahead. Just get it out of the way. Five-star review from I Am Chade. Look no further. This five-star review is titled... This is My Bourbon Podcast is an awesome podcast for the whiskey lover. Need a good laugh? T-I-M-B-P. Honest review? Question mark? T-I-M-B-P. Something to listen to when folding your laundry as you contemplate just setting it all on fire? Question mark? T-I-M-B-P. Don't shop on wow. Amazon for a good time for your ears. Perry is a great host. But that new guy, Eric, is lame. Hashtag better than Eric. All right. Well. This was on the Amazon app. I guess I know who Chade is. <laughs> you know what's really weird is it sounded like he had his mouth open and in some sort of a smile when he did that laugh. But it was completely straight faced. Are you a ventriloquist? found out a secret anyway we'll talk more about that next week until then please uh come back please don't leave it no i can't do that until then though this has been the spookiest episode ever of tim bip and we'll see you next week but until then i'm perry i'm eric (sighs) and this is my bourbon podcast